And I think it'll be good. And we're back. Running <laughs> <laughs> um, now. And, and we're back. Um, Survivor Hot Takes with me, Hi. Coach Drew, with no nickname today because I can't think of anything. And Emily, a.k.a. Lydia Stan, Lydia Chlamydia. Uh, I, I love, love her, her already. Oh, my uh, God. Do you think she's destined for this world, for this game? She's destined. If she doesn't um, make it to the end this time, which, like, knock on wood, I've been tweeting at her, at like, every week, telling her I hope that you make it. I'm obsessed with her. Um, but if she doesn't make it to the end this time, she will certainly come back next time simply because of how iconic her tweets are. She's amazing. She is amazing. I would say that she's slowly – not slowly. She's very fast – moving up the ranks of my survivor crushes and it'll always be Hannah Shapiro one than, you know, everyone else, but she's definitely already top five after one episode. She's phenomenal. She's, yeah. I just, I absolutely live for her presence. I absolutely love like how she's, she has like this incredible, like little sister vibe, but also kind of like, like the blood of a like cutthroat killer. Like I, I she's got something I'm telling you, you got to believe me. I go Survivor Crush, and then you immediately say, oh, yes, little sister. And I'm like, no, no, not like that. <laughs> for me, for me. If, if she was my little sister, man, we would travel the world. I love her. So we are uh, talking to you almost a week after the 42 premiere. Uh, we were able to see each other for the premiere, and we've watched it, we've watched it twice since then individually. Um, and I would say that I, I love this season already, and I definitely preferred this season premiere over season 41's premiere. Uh, and I looked at both of those premieres through the lens that I was watching at the beginning. So, like, 41's premiere was amazing in my head at the time because we haven't had Survivor in a year. Yeah, it's um, been 84 years. Yeah, 82. Um, and, <laughs> and then we get 42's premiere, and I'm still looking at it from the lens of, oh, we haven't had Survivor in a couple months, but it, immediately I felt like this was different. And I, I hope that it stays different. Yeah. Um, so, like, whenever we're we're like, like, yeah. Yeah, thoughts yeah, on the premiere. Like, like here, here's my thing. Cause like, honestly, I I've been prepping for this. Like since like the day that 41 ended, I've been looking at the rumored cast. I've been taking notes. And like the first time I looked at the 41 cast, um, it, it, there was very obviously like a few like front runners. There were people that like the internet was like swooning over, like, you know, um, Ricard, Shan, yeah, and I, I love Tiffany just because, you know, teacher thing. Um, but, like, whenever we get to 42, what I love the most about 42 already is that I don't think that there's, like, any, like, extreme front runners. They're all different and quirky in their own ways, um, which, like, a lot of people are like, well, like, like, what's the point? Like, we can't even see people who are, like, have already, like, destined for the title. But that's also kind of the point. You know what I mean? Um so I'm really excited to see like the fact that like everyone can kind of one up each other as this continues to evolve, you know? Yeah. I, I, so I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you and it's funny because when we did the uh, pre-show podcast on the survivor buffs, I feel like the majority of the people on that uh, panel had Chanel as the winner based off of her pregame. Yeah. But even saying that, I don't think that there has been, like you said, a definite, like, someone that everyone is standing. I, right. I think that um, 
there are a fair few people that you know we have we're looking at as like, oh man, this could this person could. Jenny definitely stands out to me as someone that didn't stand out at the beginning, like pre show. Yeah. That after watching this episode, it's like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, people like uh, people like Zach, um, <laughs> which we'll get to. Poor Zach. Um, oh, he, broke, he broke my heart. I uh, I feel like I, and at least I hope that this season stays uh, unpredictable, unexpected. And we can kind of we don't we don't want these people online like oh this person definitely wins because of this it's like no yeah. I want people to be on their toes about who wins and if it's predictable from the beginning which to forty one's credit I don't think that it was it wasn't predictable it was not it wasn't predictable but it also wasn't like remotely obvious like I think that Survivor kind of has to teeter on that line of like wanting to root for every person in their own way, you know, and not that Erica wasn't a worthy winner because I loved Erica, but I mentioned to you the last, well, one of the last uh, episodes of 41, I was like, I haven't even seen Homegirl since like she broke the hourglass. Like that was the first time that I even saw her make a ripple. So, yeah. which is like, not again, not at her. It's just no. that's how it was edited, you know? So yeah. I think that, it, yeah, it is just so important to make sure that everyone is really um, well-versed and well-developed, you know? Yeah. And I think what we're, what we're about to run into, hopefully, is so we we don't know how how they um, initially had the season before the forty one came out, but what I'm hoping is they went back and re-edited this season to make it more. Uh, I don't know. Let's say that there is a female winner. Mm-hmm. I hope that they went back and re-edited the season based off the backlash that forty one got. Yeah. And said, hey, maybe we should, um, you know, not, you don't have to make it obvious, but let's at least give these people, you know, the the the, the proper screen time to like, yeah. so that people don't start GoFundMe's for the person that comes in third place. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you, go, go ahead. I was just this wasn't related. I was just excited that I met I met Sander. I met Sander um on in New York last week and it was like probably the most exciting moment of my life. He's equally as charming and lovely um as he was on the uh in on the TV show. So that was really cool to know that like that they really like stick out, you know, and they're like they're real people and they're really nice. Yes. Um, yeah. And kind of also going off of just like, you know, the, the cast as a whole we talk, I talked to uh, you about this a little bit too. What I also really love about this cast is, you know, it, it's the fact that like, they're all, I'm going to sound like Tyra Banks here. So forgive me, like fiercely real, you know, like you don't see a bunch of like really ripped, like people who are like elite in every single thing they do. You see, like, like I mentioned, like, like, uh, like my little sister, you know, you see, um, a, uh, a father, you know, a stay at home dad, you see a college student, you see people where you can really put your own, you can like kind of get into their own shoes. And that honestly really inspires you to be like, Hmm, like, maybe I could do that someday or like maybe like I'm rooting for this person because of the things that we share you know so I'm very very passionate about this cast already I'm obsessed with all of them I love them I I do too I don't think and I mean if you were to look at Twitter they love 17 of 18 people and I guess we can get into that uh the person that Twitter at least liberal-minded Twitter uh the only person that they don't seem to like is Tori. Um, now, 
I I'm not the biggest fan of Tori on this season. I I, I enjoyed her pretty much in, in, in Sequester. Um, but what are, what are your initial thoughts on on Tori? Um. Okay, so I think that I'm going to go a little bit against the green. I'm going to kind of play the neutral ground. I think that she has potential. Um, I think that the fact that she's a therapist does give her an edge in terms of conversation. But I think that um, in terms of uh, execution in the first episode, it's just a little rocky. Like, who just goes up to a random, like, Gen Z and be like, have you had butterbeer? Like, Harry Potter? You know? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's a grasping at straws to try to relate to random people, you know? Um, but, I mean, and even just keeping that on, like, a baseline. Like, the other thing is just, um, you know, I think that, uh, like, Stephen Fishback, I think, like, said it best, too. He's like, she was kind of, like, gaslighting us, too, whenever she was... Uh, Telling us, she's like, oh, like I'm, I'm not looking. I wasn't looking for an immunity idol. I was just looking for Tara. I was just looking for Tara. But she also said that she was looking for yeah. immunity. It she was, was very contradictory in everything she was saying as she was going along the scene. That scene yeah. is one of my favorite scenes of the entire episode. Is that entire scene, and the best part of it is when she gets back to camp and Romeo and Dre are just kind of looking at her like, yeah, it was awkward. Like, like the shit. You could even pick that up on a TV set, which you know, I mean, typically, like we can't always pick that kind of stuff up. But with that one, the the tension you could cut it with a butter knife. It was real. It was present. You know. Yeah, and you know, I, I guess to, I guess to her credit, we don't see everything, but I guess to her credit, she was able to work her way out of that situation because, as yeah. we see, Zach goes home unanimously. Um, but so, I don't. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off, um, but like I do have a question about that. So I mean, so so she did make a really um, a smart move at like squashing the beef with Dre and being like, "Hey, like let's join forces together and take out one of the weaker links," you know. But like, do you think that that is something that's going to take the target off of her back for just one tribal, or if this tribe goes back to tribal council again, which is very likely um, statistically, do you think that that means that she's still going to be public enemy number one? I mean, I hope so, but do I think that's the case? Who's to say? Uh, I would say that if she could, if she avoids going home the, the next time this tribe goes to tribal, I think she has a good chance at probably making merge because she's escaped. That At that point, she would have escaped twice in a situation where she probably should have gone, which means that she has people in her back pocket to say, hey, let's do this. And you know, emerge, you know, whatever happens. But I, I would say, and this is my first, this is my first hot take of the season, I guess. Um, Big moment. Um, if she survives another tribal council in this tribe pre-merge, she will make merge. I will, we'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find out. Um, I'm nervous about what the next one's going to look like too. Cause I mean, it just looks like guns are ablazing. Like it's, there's like, like, like drawn at, uh, at, uh, Tori at Drea. Uh, not, yeah. Tori at Drea. And then also at rocks Roy. Right. Cause, uh, he, I feel like he might. Yeah. Be yeah, right. yeah rocks Roy. Yeah. First of all, awesome name, but I, I think, he didn't get negative content, but the whole 
you know, oh yeah, I was, uh, you know, I, I'm all about work and this generation and this, that, and the other. And it's like, oh, that's so played out. I'm so tired of hearing about this generation. And I'm, and I guess that older generation, I feel like Rock was a millennial, uh, which I am. Uh, and I think he's talking about the younger generation in that, in that aspect. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't really put much stock into it, but the fact that he was saying it, it's like, okay, you're not long for this world. And right. people have already started throwing his name out, which right. is, yeah, which is bad. And I'm going to throw my hot take in for the season. The very first one. Are you excited? I am. How excited? Just tell me what the hot take is. <laughs> God. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> um, I think that um, I think that what's going to happen is that it's that Rocks Roy is going to be the next one voted out. I think that that's what's going to happen between um, the Drea and Tori controversy. Somehow, Rocks Roy is going to still come out as the main target. Call me, call me crazy, but that's what's happening next uh, episode. Oh, I thought we would all make it to the merge this time. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I can't disagree with that. And I, don't, I don't feel like that's a hot take because his name is already getting thrown out. What do you mean it's not a hot take? I feel like no- it's not. Because, like, if you had said it was someone like Romeo, yeah, I would have thought that was because Romeo, Romeo at all costs. He's yeah, I, I feel like there's nothing that tells us that Romeo is going home anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, there was content in this episode where it's like, well, People already thinking about voting out Roxroy. Um, and yeah, he didn't get any votes. Uh, I mean, no one did besides Zach. But I do think that if Tori does play her cards right, even though Roxroy did kind of, he didn't he didn't want to vote out Tori, right? If I remember correctly. I don't he, think so, no. He wanted, he wanted Zach out. He just said, um, like, he said, like, okay, we're all going to vote Zach. And he, like, like Swati was, like, trying to have, I think, like, Swati was the one who, who, put his name first but whenever they started kind of floating other options he's like no like it's just zach that's it okay you know? um well maybe like if they're on the same side you know it could be a three two type situation i do feel like i do feel like at some point this season we are going to get a a proper uh usage of the shot in the dark mm, i hope i so. think that's happening i honestly thought that was going to happen this episode um, but it will happen this season. Yeah. We I'm kind of glad that it, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it didn't happen. Not like justice for Zach. Cause like all oh, his, his sweetheart, but like, um, I, I, I like the building up of the anticipation and like that one in six chance is like, you never know when it's going to strike, you know? Mm-hmm. And I do think you're right. I'm hoping that it's going to come back and like go like really, really, um, far, um, and like coming maybe like, like mid merge or something like that. Yeah, that would be a crazy merge episode if someone played it yeah. and it was accurate. Um, so the, the the main thing I want to touch on tonight, uh, well, first off, before we get to that, I do want to quickly discuss the Jackson thing. Thoughts before we move on to... Honest, like, honestly, like, I mean, it was a very, very emotional episode. Um, crying, like, got me. It got me, and then I thought, yeah, like, I laughed afterwards because it's like, why am I crying over this? Um, yeah, but- well, it, it is emotional because I think that, like, I mean, Survivor does a fantastic job at um, really giving Jackson a um, a really holistic um, shape, a journey, a great tribute to him, and really shows how far he's come throughout his transition and, you know, just, you know, 
recovering from the loss of his mother. Like it, I think they did a beautiful job with the time that they had. Um, I think that again, like kind of on the same level, like they did everything that they possibly could with the knowledge they had at that time. And I'm sure that Jackson just thought like, was very confident. Like I'm going to be off of, you know, of lithium by the time that we get there. I think he just honestly, innocently thought that, you know, but by the time they were so close, he realized that it was too late. Um, but survivor did a fantastic job. I think that Jeff did a really great job at trying to keep that anonymity until Jackson was comfortable. They killed it. I think that like, honestly, I mean, I'm, it's sad that he didn't make it further because he was really far up on my rankings, but I mean, you know, I, I I hope that he gets to come back some other time. It's, it's not funny, but uh, the night before, Emily asked me, she had heard a rumor that Jackson was going to be medevaced or something like that. And I told her to bet that it was a fake. You said, fake. don't believe what you hear. And no, I said, don't believe, don't believe, believe the internet. what I hear. Yeah. Don't believe the internet. And uh, she should have believed, <laughs> believed the internet. Um but I'm glad that like I'm glad that I did and I didn't listen to you because um with my fantasy league he was gonna be my number one pick and I was I was too nervous it was too much of a risk oh, for me. No, no, no. But wasn't he wasn't he on your uh no no, your no no I I oh maybe was he for my I fantasy mean, league yeah he was on yours oh, you already lost I picked I honestly picked Chanel and then just a whole bunch of randos. <laughs> like I, I I could not tell you anyone else I picked. Um <laughs> We do have a question, which I, I guess, I guess I do want to uh, see uh, answer before we move on to what I actually want to talk about. But do we think that there's going to be an hourglass twist this season? I hope. To I hope not. not. I yeah. hope not. And if they do do it, I hope it's not a two part episode like they did before. Like, where, of course, oh, she's yes. gonna, yeah. Of course break the freaking hourglass like it's the thing that's gonna protect her longevity for one more episode you know yeah what i do hope that happens is like if it's something very similar where i i forget were they were they at like 11 at that point i don't remember um like whenever they hit the merge what i hope that happens is that it's a similar situation where you know they have to pick back and forth there's one person standing they have to send them to a different place and that one person gets some sort of advantage or some sort of assistance in the game where whether it's like you know you can protect one person or like you can, um, you know, you get, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a better advantage than that, you know, but like protecting yourself or, you know, so, something like that, where it at least like put, uh, it, it puts a little bit more of an edge on, on when you can use it and like more, more choice. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the amulet, the amulets. My favorite. I actually really like this twist. I, I I really hope they do it well this season. I I uh, I it has a lot of potential. Um, I like the way they did it as far as like the less in there, the more power that and a, a specific amulet has. I think that if all three of them make it to merge, that's going to lead for some exciting gameplay and probably a few pretty good blindsides. Uh, and worst case scenario, they actually just work together. Yeah. At the merge, in which case, yeah, we didn't get blind size out of that, but we get this cross tribal alliance that somehow yeah. does well at merge. Um, I, I think really- this is much better than almost anything they introduced last season. I'm actually annoyed that they didn't introduce this one last season. Um, so yeah, do you think that the amulet twist is is going to live up I'm to expectations? Best. 
I'm obsessed. Um, and this is why. Um, because I felt like I was such an idiot because I didn't understand the point of the amulet am advantage the first time that I watched it when we were in New York. And I was like, well, I was like, well, this is lame. Like this is promoting, this is not promoting people to stay together. But then I realized that was the point. Um, I was like, I was like, well, this is so lame. But I absolutely love it because I don't think there's any way in hell that these three are going to stay together. I think it's really going to help to uh, push the plot and help them really make a lot of really tough choices, which is what, why we love Survivor. We love tough choices that help to define your fate in this game. So I think that what's going to happen is that we're going to lose. Um, we're going to lose at least one or two of them. Um, but I really hope that uh, that, that uh, there's one person standing so they get to keep the immunity. Honestly, even two staying together for a steal vote would also be really interesting to watch too. Yeah, um, I think that I think that that is probably what probably what we're going to end up getting is the steal of vote. I don't think it'll get all the way down to an idol. I don't think, but I do think that if they kept this twist moving forward, it inevitably will get to the point where we get an idol. Uh, yeah, I hope. I, I, hope I absolutely hope that this is. A twist that sticks around forever. Between uh, the three of them, between Drea, High, and Lindsay, who do you think would be the two who are most likely together for this to, to stay together for this deal? Oh. I know because I love them all. Yeah, that's, ask, like, that's the hardest question. Ask me if, if Tori, if the previews are what they seem like, which is normally not the case, and Tori goes after Drea, and sometimes and somehow Drea goes home. I'll answer them. Uh, but if I were to guess two of three. I don't know, Dre and High. I, yeah. I, I that's, that's literally just a guess. I I have yeah. nothing to back that up. No, I feel that. Yeah, I High really surprised me too. I like he uh, bled everywhere and still survived the challenge. Lydia just kept asking, "Wait, can I can I bring up one more qualm that I have uh, with yeah, uh, okay. a little qualm? Um, the only qualm that I really had about the full premiere episode is." that there wasn't um, a lot of room to show how these players uh, had to use deception. So like Lydia was like panicking because like Kai was like dripping in blood and she's like, are you okay? Like you're really bleeding. Like multiple times she said that. And we didn't get to hear anything about how, like obviously she definitely had to return back to that. Cause like you wash it off and you're fine. You know, like they, they didn't give any room for Kai to even talk about why he was bleeding or what got him to that point. And then they also, uh, the summit situation, like did, did Marianne, um, Jenny and Drea, like, did they lie to everyone? And did they like say like, Oh, like this is what happened at the summit, but actually like, or were they all honest? Like, I, I just wish that we saw a little bit more about how truthful they chose to be in these different situations. You know, yeah. I, I, I agree. And I mean, it wasn't, uh, I will sit here and say it was a perfect premiere, but I do think this is the premiere that we needed after 41 ended. Uh, I, I, I think that, um, I think that some, 41 left a bad taste in some people's mouths. Not really mine. I like, I, I 41 was what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that this is the premiere that everyone needed as a collective. Absolutely. Um, so final thoughts on the episode uh, and winner pick. I'm truly obsessed. Um, I think that the entire episode was absolutely fantastic. Um, and I really, really like the fact that, again, like we just have so much um, diversity and a really, really rich cast with not just like different 
racial backgrounds and gender identities and all those sorts of things. I think that it's also just like where they came from and like their professions and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to kind of see how they continue to adapt and react to all the different things that they're going to continue to throw at them. Um, so uh, 10 out of 10 for me personally. Um, I think that if I had to do a winner pick, I still have Mike um, Turner as my winner pick um, because typically first responders tend to do very, very well in new school survivor because of their ability to adapt, react and listen to people. So um, he's still my number one. We'll see how it goes. Um, what about you? Chanel's my, uh, as I said on the Survivor Buffs uh, pregame show, Chanel's my winner pick. If I were to pick anyone else, uh, after the first episode, I would probably say Jenny. Uh, I really, I really like Jenny. Um, and if I were to pick a guy, if I have to pick a guy, um, who, who, who do we have? Not Jonathan. Jonathan's not winning. I love Jonathan. Yeah, yeah Jonathan's fine. I'm not. I'm not talking mess on Jonathan. I just, Jonathan's not winning. Um, I. Let's say my turn. Yeah, yeah. Well, well let's go with my turn. Yeah. Or Omer. He might also be... Uh, well, that was fun. He didn't get much content, but I, I really enjoyed it. So... Yeah, definitely. Um, let's... I'm, I'm very excited to see how this season turns out. I'll Absolutely. say that. I, I'm very excited to see it. I, I'm more, I think I'm more excited to see who makes Merge. Because there was nobody... There was really nobody... Maybe with the exception of like... No, that's not true because they might actually make merch. Um, there was nobody that I'm just sitting there like, hmm, they might not that's... Make merge. So I'm excited to see who who of this crew that we have left ends up making it to the next stage of the game. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that it's going to be something that will change like accordingly. Like I, I don't think it's going to be a situation where they're going to keep picking off the weak links. You know what I mean? I think that it's going gonna, it's gonna to get – quick, fast, um, and uh, and really ha- people are going to be on their toes this entire season. So I'm very, very, very excited. Yeah, I am too. So um, we will be doing – so we are moving this to Thursday. Thursday's fine. At 10? Or 9.30? I don't know. We're moving to some time that's not right now. Yeah, we'll uh, say Thursday at 10. That's fine with me. It's Thursday at 10 for the rest of the actual season. Um, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, and throughout the course of the season, we'll have guests to, to talk more, all of our favorite guests we've had on in the past. And, uh, yeah, so thank you all for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on the other side. See ya.